Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle but here we are got into the habit of saying very specific things at the beginning of this show I like it I got my cup of piping hot French roast coffee here from Trader Joe's I don't know if you have Trader Joe's where you are at or not It's one of those places where everything looks as if it's handwritten and it's very sort of cozy feeling, like very personal feeling. And um, of course, it's all just a marketing thing, but um, it really is effective. (laughs) Their food's great. I'll say that. You know, years and years and years ago, I was in my early 20s. I was dating a woman who really loved Trader Joe's and it seemed sort of like an exotic place back then. And um, I thought, she's kind of a whack job. Let's just go to the regular grocery store. Why is she so... But she was right. It's pretty special. Anyways, grateful I have no desire to drink today. Grateful I have no desire to drink today. I always take a moment and really sit in that. Really just stop, slow down my mental vehicle and really park there. It's so important. I want to jump right into it today. I'm going to read something from Evan Fox, and then I'm going to talk about it. It is, again, from the book called Around the Year with Emmett Fox. One of the things read in my home in the morning. Um, It's really something else. I want to talk about it. 
a lot of times when I read this book, I say, that's my favorite reading that I've ever heard in this book. And then the next day I'm like, that's my favorite reading. Started um, a series of days here in the book where it breaks down the seven main aspects of God. Before I read this, I'll tell you what the other ones have been. God is life. Talks about that. That's that's an amazing reading. When you're tired or depressed or discouraged, you're only partly alive. Few people express God in an adequate way because they lack a sense of life. God is truth is another one. God is not truthful, but truth itself. And just as in the one prior, it says God is not living. God is life. It says God is love is the next one. Not loving, but love itself. It says that's the most important one for us to practice. This is God is intelligence. When you clearly realize that it is an intelligent universe, it makes a major difference in your life. Then it says God is soul. Talks about that. So cool. Basically, we we are all light bulbs, and God is the current. The way that's broken down. Next, it says God is spirit. Spirit is the opposite of matter. Matter wears out. Spirit does not wear out because spirit is substance. Spirit underlies all outward manifestation, unchanging in essence or nature. But what I wanted to read is today, it's actually not today's date for me, but the last one is what I want to talk about. God is principle. The seventh main aspect of God is principle. And this is probably the one that is the least understood. What does the word principle mean? Consider a few generally accepted principles. Water seeks its own level. This is a principle. It is not only a course taken by a particular drop of water in a particular locality. It is true of all water everywhere. The angles of any triangle always add up to 180 degrees. It makes no matter what kind of triangle one may consider. As long as it is a triangle, this principle holds. These principles were true a billion years ago, and they will be true a billion years hence. Prayer is answered because God is principle, eternally manifest in the same way. When we pray rightly, we bring ourselves into harmony with his law of being. 
Prayer does not ask God to change the laws for our temporary convenience, but attunes us in, so to speak, with divine principle. If God were to make exceptions because we were in great difficulties, which, because of his nature, he would never do, we should never know where we stood. If the law of gravity were occasionally suspended without notice, say, because a very important man had fallen off of a roof, we know what would happen to the world. Each of the seven main aspects is a distinct quality like the elements in chemistry. A chemical element, a chemical element as you know, is just itself and nothing else. Oxygen is an element because there's nothing in it but oxygen. Water, on the other hand, is a compound, a combination of hydrogen and oxygen. There are many attributes of God, which are wisdom, beauty, joy, and so forth. But they are compounds made up of two or more of the seven main aspects. Wisdom, for example, is the perfect balance of intelligence and love. Beauty is the perfect balance of life, truth, and love. In any true work of art, you will find that these three aspects are balanced. There are many such relationships and interdependencies. Thou cannot pluck a flower without the trembling of a star. What do you think of that? It's amazing. I mean, there's a lot there that I wanted to talk about. Sometimes, like I've said before on here, when I read this in the morning, I'm just, I spring to my feet and I have to come talk about something. And this was one of those mornings. Principles are unchanging. They were the same a billion years ago. And they will be the same a billion years from now. Remember, remember Mike, who showed me by living it and explaining it in a broken down, non-linear fashion, what the big book's message was. Remember sometimes people used to say to him that the big book needed to be updated. And he would say, you can't update spiritual principles. You can't modernize spiritual principles. And of course, we just read why that is. They're not, there's no exceptions to them. And principles are what guide my life. That's why whatever's going on in the world, in a way, doesn't matter. Actually, not even in a way, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because there's principles that are unflinching. They don't get touched by what happens. 
there's peace on earth. I am to live by spiritual principles, specific, unchanging principles. If the world is chaotic, I'm to live by spiritual principles, unchanging, unflinching. That's true when someone's ripping me off. That's true when people are treating me fairly. That's true when people are nice. That's true when people are mean. That's true when people are ridiculous. That's true when people are fair. That's true when people are manic and frantic. That's true when people are calm. That's true when people are coming from love. And that's true when people are coming from fear. Whenever anybody complains about anything, I think about what I'm talking about. So what are these spiritual principles that guide me in my life? Well, one of the biggest ones for me is the seesaw that I've talked about where imagine a seesaw and one end of it is resentment and the other end of it is understanding and imagine understanding goes to the ground and then there's a lot of resentment it's up there's a lot of it if I'm really resent resentful I'm not in possession of any understanding. And if you imagine the seesaw leveled out, just straight across, I have some resentment, I have some understanding. But if I really have a spiritual understanding, in other words, if that's up in the air, the resentment is gone, I have none. That's a tremendous spiritual principle that solves in a way everything. So when I am whenever I am reliving anger this is what I start thinking about. Okay, there's something I'm not understanding. This has nothing to do with whether or not something should be addressed or something can and should be changed and confronted. It has to do with the internal experience of a situation. When I am reliving pain or hurt, something like that, I know that there's something I'm not understanding spiritually about the situation. That's a spiritual principle that I that I've just I've lived by it. 
I see it. It's fixed. That is never, there's no, I've never ever experienced an exception to that. That's a good thing for me to know. If I'm judgmental, I'm going to suffer. That's locked. Can't change that. Well, there's certain situations where you can be really judgmental. That's like the asking for an exception momentarily to the law of gravity. There are not situations where that's okay. Meaning, there are not situations where I will not suffer from that. It clamps the wings of the spirit for me to be judgmental. It clamps the wings of my spirit for me to be unforgiving of you or me. No exception. None. There's no specific circumstance where that law changes. My wings will be caged. If I take myself really seriously, my wings are clamped. If I manipulate if I condemn, if I we used to do this thing in a group where we would say, um, big chart on the wall that said uh, one side of it said spiritually fit and the other side said spiritually sick we'd say what are these you know what's something that's what's an attribute of somebody who's spiritually fit people were shouting out things peaceful present forgiving patient tolerant grateful fill up the board with this stuff on the other side, what's spiritually sick? Judgmental, you know, rigid, you know, resentful, future tripping. Indignant. Fill up the board on that side. Unrelated to anyone's belief or disbelief in a power greater than themselves. Everyone always knew these things. And they're all spiritual principles. If you're afraid, if you're afraid, if you're living in fear and your decisions are based on fear, you're going to suffer. Your wings are going to be clamped. If you're coming from love, 
will be released from your cage. <laughs> it's spiritual. It's what it's a spiritual principle. spiritual way of life is not a theory. We have to live it. So what are these spiritual principles? Well, there's a bunch of them and we get to continue to learn about them and grow within them. And They used to say something that was really annoying to me. It still sounds annoying when I hear it. The road gets narrower, but it's true. And the reason it's been true for me is because my awareness of spiritual principles has become more and more heightened. I'm more and more aware of what is selfish and what is not. And how many... There's always new... parameters that are illuminated and it gets more and more narrow even though you feel more and more free I guess it's a paradox man it's very cool I don't know. I guess that's it. I have to go get some margarine so I can grease up for the photo shoot. That's gross. I want to give a shout out to Happy Joyous and Three, the Black Rhinos podcast, Greater Than Yourself, Sober Gratitudes podcast. Anonymous podcast. The Up Your Button Around the Corner podcast. Just kidding. I don't know if that exists. That's a funny phrase. <laughs> yeah. One of the most amazing things I've learned, one of the most amazing principles I've learned being sober is that how today goes will be up to me. That's unbending. That's a spiritual principle. If I don't know I have that power, that ability, with God, then my day might be rough. But I have learned that I get to assign meaning to everything. So, 
I'm going to go try to pack things into the stream of life today. Be a light. The world needs it. And I'll say it to anyone who needs to hear it. Everything's okay. And on that note, I'm going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you'll do the same.